our way back. I am so excited to talk about this next next topic. And I'm sure people are probably guessing what it is, and I'm just going to throw it out there. The three of us had the opportunity to see the new Fast and the Furious movie this week. I wouldn't say an opportunity. I would say the distinct pleasure. Distinct pleasure? Yeah. seeing this movie. Yeah, it was a pleasure seeing it. Oh, boy. Uh, well, now that we got beers in hand, uh, what do you say we... we talk to the 600 pound gorilla in the room it vin diesel or i was talking about the rock or the rock or just this franchise in general jesus let's right. get into it guys yeah we are ready to talk about let's the fate of the furious this. and can, i know you are ready to listen before we get into the movie can like we start and just accept that they have superpowers at this point yeah Especially the, the rock of all the crazy shit they do in this film yeah. they, they have superpowers now yeah, they're, they're almost <laughs> like modern-day superheroes. Like, I feel that Vin Diesel could kick Batman's ass at this point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if nothing else, in the voice department. I don't know if you noticed this, but he definitely, yeah, he took the Dark Knight route in this last one. Where he, no, I'm pretty sure that's just him getting older. He's, he's went full, he went full gravel. Uh, he's been full gravel for a long Not time. Not this bad. Not this, this bad. Is, I'm just saying this is Vin Diesel aging. <laughs> And as he gets older, his voice is just going to become more and more like a cement mixer. His, his vocal cords are just going to go to complete shreds. Yeah. And since he'll be doing these movies too, till he's probably in his 80s. Yeah, because there's at least two more coming out, isn't there? Yep. Yeah, this is more number signed. eight, and they're signed on for at least two more. Yeah. Yikes. So before we get into all of the fun talk, let's at least kind of give an overview of what the plot of this movie is. We just want to kind of talk about the craziness that is this film. Uh, so in this movie, uh, Vin Diesel and his band of merry men are up to it again. And what happens is, in this film, Vin Diesel is actually recruited by Charlize Theron to turn to the dark side and work against his team to perform several different heists of nuclear warheads and some things related to that uh, for Charlize and her uh, band of... Evil. Bad guys. See, Bad guys, yeah. See, see, even the way you're explaining this, you're realizing how thin this plot is. Yeah, that's about the whole plot of the movie, and it's now up to the team to try and stop Vin and Charlize as they plot their way across the globe trying to get all this crazy shit. Because when I think of international mystery men, I think of a bunch of street racers from Los Angeles. Yeah, I don't... Well, they're not all... Yeah, I guess they would be all from Los Angeles. Well, except for Ludacris. He's from Miami. Yeah. I mean, according and, to the canon of the movie. Right, right, right. Yeah, he's from Miami. Yeah, they picked him up in episode, or episode two. <laughs> well, they picked up Tyrese, too. Yeah. Roman, yeah. if you're... If you're Roman, gonna, yeah. Yeah. Well, Roman and Ludacris... More likely, I'm going to be referring to them by their actor names. That's fine. That's <laughs> yeah. fine. Yeah, Tyrese and Ludacris didn't come in until uh, too, too Fast, fast Too Furious. Too fast, yeah. too so they weren't in the original. Right. right. Yeah. Oh. But man, it's nice that they've stuck around, because... I like those characters. You know what? I think I think Ludacris makes the movie. Really? Uh, yeah. Huh. Yeah, he's kind of that, that low-key kind of tie to reality. Okay. Even though his character is in and of itself bonkers. Yeah, all right. But he is still kind of the low-key tie to reality compared uh, to everybody else. I'll agree with you. I would actually say it's even the... Uh, okay, I can't remember her name. but it's the Cypher. No, 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 not Charlize Theron's character. The, the girl with the giant hair. I don't even... I was trying to think about that while we were sitting in the theater watching the movie. I was trying to remember where she even came from. I think Seven. She's, she. They saved her in Seven. Yeah. I don't remember her damn I, name. I don't either. 
I don't either. So we're gonna call her Hacker Girl. <laughs> That's for that, yeah. The sake and purpose. Because yeah, you could put Angelina Jolie in there, and it'd be the same thing. Yeah, from it, ha- it, from Hackers. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. So let's let's get in. Let's start at the beginning of this film. We open it in Cuba, and apparently Vin and Michelle Rodriguez they're on their honeymoon. They're, yeah, yeah. So I guess they're married. Did they get married at the end of seven? Or? I don't think so. Because at the end of seven, she was just getting her memory back. Is that what I'm? I think she got it back throughout seven. Yeah, she got it right. back throughout seven, and then like they they got reconciled. fully reunited at yeah. the end of seven. So they're on their honeymoon at this point. So, so they let's got just married. Assume they got married at some point. Maybe it was at the uh, end. No, of you seven. know what? No, I think they did get married at the end of seven. Did they? I think so. Yeah. It's okay. been a while since I've seen seven. But anyhow, they're married. They're on their honeymoon. So right. Go on. Vin apparently has family in Cuba. A cousin. Yeah, a cousin, a cousin we have not yet met yeah, either. Yes. <laughs> this is a brand new character. Brand new character, as far as I can remember, as far as I can tell. And his cousin gets into trouble with the local street tough. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess he's the gang. They're at a car show. You know, as with every Fast and the Furious, there's a car show. So the one thing that I did like about that scene was the relative accuracy mm-hmm. of the car culture in Havana. Right. Where everything is old 50s. American muscle. Yeah, everything is old American muscle, and everything has been rebuilt and kind of jerry-rigged, and parts have been swapped. Correct. <laughs> yeah, they, this is this is not a spoiler, uh, but there was one line where they were talking with a, a couple of guys, and they discovered that the motor that was in the car was actually a boat motor. They just they were able to pull it out of a boat, put it in the car, just to get the car running, and that that is very true to what is happening in the Havana car culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, good for them because they got a bunch of American muscle, whereas uh, I believe Mexico City is just kind of full of Volkswagen bugs. <laughs> <laughs> All um, right, so so Vin Diesel's cousin is in trouble with the local top. Yeah, and I guess he also happens to have the fastest car. Of course, yeah. Why wouldn't he? <laughs> Not only does he like well, like the leader of this street gang does. Vin Diesel's cousin. Oh has no a piece no. Of shit car. Oh yeah, yeah. Vin Diesel's cousin has an absolute beater. It's a garbage. 1953 Chevrolet Fleetmaster. And it's all rusted out. It's <laughs> yeah. crap. It's trash. Yeah. And I guess for some reason he got a loan off the street. I, I, I don't even know what the discrepancy was. He had to pay something back. I don't know if it was a loan or fair or something. Yeah, I he, don't, they never well, he really a, explained it. They didn't get into it. Yeah, they don't took, care. No, no. He took a loan out on this shitty ass car. <laughs> and then I guess he couldn't pay them. And that's when Vin, and they're having this dispute at the car show. Right. As the street tough tries to tow away Vin's cousin's car. <laughs> and uh, my cousin Vin comes up and saves the day. With, uh, you gotta, you pay your debts. Yeah. <laughs> Whose side was he on in that scene? Well, he was on the side of paying the debts until... The uh, that's right, so talking trash on his woman. Right, right. Until, yeah. yeah, the guy got smart with him, and then Vin decides, Well, let me race you for your car, then. Because, what did Vin have? He had a... He had a 62 Impala. Yeah. Which was cherry. And, of course, it's the only car that's up on like a pedestal that's spinning around <laughs> yeah. that's how you know that's the hero car oh yeah, boy exactly. and it's actually a throw off because the street tough says no I'm not going to race that car <laughs> you got to race the piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> so now it's a a race to the finish between Vin Diesel and this piece of shit junker that his cousin owns and the street tough and the fastest car in Cuba right <laughs> 
So how is this going to play out? This is the first point where we get reminded that Vin Diesel has superpowers because there's a smash cut from them agreeing to this race to Vin barehanded <laughs> ripping this car apart. Yeah, first he just rips the hood off this yeah. car like it's nothing. Hood's gone. Fender's gone. Yeah, door's rips gone. Off the door. He rips. He rips a quarter panel off with his hands. <laughs> yeah. Not even wearing gloves. Yeah, not like, even. And he didn't even. He didn't even grunt or anything. Just boop. Gone. Yeah. All right. Boop. They get this off. And he tells him, you know, tear everything off that's not a battery or an engine or whatever. Yeah. It's complete nonsense. <laughs> Turning this thing into a rat rod. Yeah, I, I understand the thought thought process. That shit's gonna take more than ten minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's the the street tough is giving him all this time <laughs> to mod the car yeah. to beat to yeah. beat him. Exactly. They there was I love the scene too where they were bringing in that NOS to install it. Yeah, the man, NOS. Like we gotta have this NOS. It's like I thought you were having a street race right now. <laughs> it's not just NOS. It's Cuban NOS. Cuban NOS. So yeah. uh, like. Everything that's faster or better is Cuban in this scene. I because, guess, yeah. Well, uh, we got to pay respects to the Cubans, I well, guess. Well, you got to pay respects to the Cubans. It's going along the line of Cuban espresso, yeah. which is known as, like, you know, really high yeah, octane and everything. Yeah, it's Cuban coffee. Everything. It's big. It's... Yeah. So when Michelle Rodriguez finds this tank out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Hey, does this work? By <laughs> George, it does. Yeah. Oh, I guess we can just hook this up for no damn reason. It's Cuban NOS, though, so it's going to do that much better in this race. And he wires it with, like, the pop-top on a, yeah. on a Coke bottle. Pop-top and a piece of string. What yeah. full MacGyver on this thing? Yeah, full MacGyver is some crazy rig. And then he's finally ready to race. After, for some reason, being given all this time <laughs> to screw with the car. The tough is, he's strong but fair. Yeah. It's not about the car, it's about the man behind it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, We've already geez. been told. Oh, yeah. The engine doesn't matter, it's who's driving it. Which, That's yeah. bullshit. Yeah, I'm pretty sure if you put a Dodge Viper up against a Ford Focus, you're gonna, yeah. <laughs> There's gonna be the engine. Yeah. Oh, boy. So yeah. now it's race time, and these guys are ready to take off. So Vin's in his piece of shit. It has no hood, no doors. <laughs> no nothing, and he's ready to go. They're racing through the streets of Havana, and it's a, it's a pretty cool scene. It is. It, if oh, you, it's an awesome yeah, race. It is very cool visually. Yeah. Yeah, especially because it's all it's all bright daytime mm-hmm. as compared to where they usually do like the night races and stuff. Yeah, this is all bright daytime. Cuba looks beautiful. Yeah, and uh, you have uh, you know guys on dirt bikes. The street tough has two guys on dirt bikes and uh, Michelle Rodriguez and I guess some Vin... other guy. Was it Vin's cousin? Was it? I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. There was somebody else on Vin's side on a street bike. Yeah, exactly. But their their job is to race through traffic and stop traffic. So you know this this. Cuban street race. Yeah, this Cuban, Cuban street race. Yeah, the, oh yeah, that's the other thing. It's it's not a mile. It's yeah. a Cuban mile. Like a race a quarter mile. We're doing a Cuban mile. Yeah, great, <laughs> great. What is it? What's what that? that and the thing I always wonder with these races is they start them up immediately, but how do they even know what the route is? Like you just see them tearing all around. Exactly. Cuba, like, they're, they're going it's through just traffic, <laughs> and like how do you know where to go? Like what's to say? Oh, Vin Diesel's, you know. Takes a side street back alley, right, just cuts yeah, off half the horse, like it wins. <laughs> yeah, well, because those dirt bikes faster than those cars. Well, that they that's had to do. The, they had to do the shortcuts to stop the to stop the I traffic. Guess. I the the geometry doesn't make any sense. That's not ever a point of these things. No, <laughs> none of this ever makes sense. They do all. They do a good portion of the race, and they're on their way back. That that's the one thing you do notice is they kind of make a loop through a town mm-hmm. square. And they're on their way back to the starting point. 
And this is when the street tough has one of his boys on the dirt bike just roll the dirt bike out into the street into Vin Diesel's car. <laughs> Which he better be getting a big old repair bill for that. He, he brings it to a basic stop. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. he stops Vin Diesel dead in his tracks. But that's for two but, seconds worth. But you remember Vin Diesel has Cuban NOS. And fires it up and is somehow able to catch up instantly. <laughs> well, that's Cuban NOS for you. That's Mario Kart for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Vin Diesel had a couple mushrooms left in his tank. <laughs> and that's exactly how he wins. He basically hits a three mushroom and fires across the line. Uh, no. No, but I got I back up. But <laughs> once he hits that NOS, something very important happens. He explodes. That's when the engine just Nick blows just off. Yeah, it's done. Car but does. no, it's going to keep going. And he, he takes the heat, but he can't take the heat. So what does he do? He turns the car around. Yeah. Rips a 180. Well, no, that's where it. I started having beef with this scene. Everything else I could accept. I could shut my brain off. I could accept this. Until he started going backwards in his reverse gear and was gaining on the guy. That yeah. is 100% bullshit. And I'm mad about that. There is <laughs> no way that that car was geared to do any of that. Exactly. You have one gear, and that's one reverse. Gear. reverse. You don't have yeah. a six-gear reverse. You're not going to do that. <laughs> not only that, you're not going to have the time to pull that move and then catch up. I don't care how much quote-unquote Cuban NOS you've got in this thing. You're not going to be able to pull it off. Well, at this point, he's already just running on full explosions. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, his car has already exploded. Yeah, he's exploding. He's on fire. They show the entire engine block is turning red. Yeah, he's already <laughs> ventilated the block. So he, it, yeah. he can't do anything. Anymore. So it's essentially melting as he goes. <laughs> yeah. And he and that's how, exactly how he wins. He's going backwards, and it's the last explosion that pushes him across the line. <laughs> and that's where I had another beef. Was as soon as he crossed the line, what does the crowd of people do? Jump right in front of yeah, him. Yeah, they jump right they in front. They jump right in front of him. Yeah. What kind of jackass does that? You have a flaming car coming at you backwards, and you decide I would jump in front of this bitch. And they've already seen this flaming wreckage come down the line, yeah, and they're yeah. cheering for it. They're like, "Oh, somebody's on fire! Right. They're so racing! It's awesome!" But then they jump in line to congratulate him, not thinking, "Oh, this is just a flaming wreckage. <laughs> we should probably get out of the way." And then you find out that Vin Diesel's brakes do not work. Surprise, <laughs> surprise, surprise. Oh, wow, they've melted, really? Jeez. Well, that's the point where he decides, well, now I just got to jump out of this car and roll around on the you know, Cuban brick street and let yeah. this car just fly into the bay. And this is where you decide, you have to, you have to make a very distinct choice at this point. Do you, do you just accept everything that's going to happen and just, just watch the pretty colors and listen to the pretty sounds? Or do you sit there and analyze everything and, yeah. and realize how ridiculous this entire yeah, this movie is, is? this is your entry point of right. whether or not you can shut your brain off. Right. And I, honestly, though, I could still get through it, but this was the first time I got annoyed. Because all the racing was pretty decent, like a lot of practical effects going through that. Right. But when that damn flaming wreckage hits the edge of the bay and flies into the air... It, straight up. It flies straight <laughs> off like a rocket. And it, it like it's kind of bad CGI. 
Yeah, and that's what that's what pulled me out for a second. I was like, oh, that's not great. Why can't you just fire, just, like, why did it have to be as big as it was? Why can't you just shoot it 45 degrees out? Right, because there wasn't even, when it hit the water, it's not like it exploded in the water like a bomb. That's right. what I expected. Right. I expected it to either explode in the air, like a, like a firework, right. you know, or to hit the water and explode like a bomb. And they they kind of half-assed it at that point. Yeah, they just half-assed it. They just, for some reason, made this big CGI car fly up in the air for no reason. Because they could. And then, immediately after that, Vin is surrounded by the people as a hero, and surrounded by children. Yeah, yeah. what the hell was that all about? Like, where the hell did all these kids come from? Yeah, and not yeah. a single parent in the, in yeah, the shop. Not, not a single parent. He picks up a random child. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look what I won. <laughs> oh. oh, it's so funny. And then at the end of the day, the... Cuban, the Cuban tough wants to give Vin Diesel his car, which was the fastest car in Cuba. And Vin Diesel's like, no, man, I don't want the car. I earned the respect. Yeah, he's like, like, wait a minute, take the car and give it to your cousin. His car's in the bay. Well, that's the thing. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't take the tough's car, and then, for no reason at all, he just gives his cousin his... Uh, his Impala. His Impala. Yeah. Which, here's a question for you. Yeah. If they're on their honeymoon, right. where do you get the car? Exactly. Where where did this car come from? How did he get... Because they're yeah. on an island. How did they get the Impala onto the yeah. island? What happened? The only thing I can assume is because we're on 8 now. Yeah. And he's probably pulled off enough heists and everything. I'm assuming they're still all just running on money from uh, 5. Okay. When, they, okay. when they robbed the bank in Brazil. I'm willing to accept that. <laughs> I, I assume all of this is... And then everything that's government-funded is government-funded. Yeah. They get gifted a lot of cars in this. Uh, th so, that is absolutely correct. Yeah, I, I'm assuming everything that he owns is just money they're working off from that Brazil bank heist. Right. <laughs> now we're finally at the point in the movie where the title comes up on the screen. Yeah, we're at the fate of the period. Like, this was literally like a half-hour TV show, I think. Yeah, <laughs> but now we the get treated to the title that we're, oh, this is the fate of the furious. We're in the right theater, we know. <laughs> we saw the title of the movie. This is not Beauty and the Beast. Oh, good. <laughs> well, that was a cinematic classic, and then we got to the credits. Yeah. The opening yeah. credits. Yeah, uh, but after that, we're finally we're finally introduced to Charlize's character. Correct. And she's... Which, and that is Cypher. Yeah, Cypher is, yeah, like, we is learned, the name of her character. Yeah, we learn it's Cypher. Isn't that the name of the? Uh, yep. Okay, from the Matrix. Yep. So okay, that I, took me out of the movie for the second for a second as well. Yeah, I was thinking about it, and I think she might have actually just named herself after the Matrix character. Because because if you if you consider like we're in 2017, mm -hmm. and let's assume Charlize is about 35, 40 in this movie, uh. you go back, you know, the 20 years to 1999. Yeah. She would probably be just coming up as a young hacker. And that she could take that name. Yeah, and she just took that name. Like uh, getting a bad yeah. like getting a brand new tattoo or getting a taking back Sunday tattoo and like she just hasn't regretted it yet. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. They didn't explain that in the movie, but I think you just explained that, the that, thought process behind that's it. That's just my headcanon now. She just took the bad guy's name from the Matrix and decided, you I'm, know I'm alright with I'm that. I'm alright with this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. this guy now. I'm him. But uh, she she introduces Vin to some choice information that gets Vin the ch uh, turn. It, it essentially, yeah, it, it yeah. forces his hand right to go to go rogue. Right, and we're not treated to that information at this point. Correct. So essentially, Vin has now turned his back on his family, 
which yeah. is, you know, the most important thing in his life. You know, if I had a dollar for every time I heard the word family in family. this film, I would also have a half a billion dollars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You would be a yeah. rich man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's all these films are about. And it, again, I don't have friends. I have family. We get introduced to The Rock. And The Rock is giving this impassioned speech. But it becomes pretty obvious right away that he's not talking to soldiers, right. even though he's speaking like General Patton. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is so so hack and cliche. Yeah. You can see it coming a mile away. Yeah. And, like, I think you turned to me, like, I already had the thought in my head, but you turned to me and said, he's talking to soccer players. And I'm like, yeah, I bet he is. He's talking to his daughter's soccer team. Yep. And, and sure enough, that's exactly, that's exactly what it is. And he gives this impassioned speech, and then they come out and take the field, and they do this Samoan haka dance <laughs> that I've seen performed before by rugby teams. Right. And they do this, a bunch of 8- to 12-year-old girls, and they do this in front of another team of 8- to 12-year-old girls and scare the ever-loving shit out of them. <laughs> Uh, it's a, it's a funny scene. And I, I kinda, it, it was pretty funny. After I'll you got past the kind of like the hack introduction, that the dance and everything was a pretty funny. It scene. It was pretty good. That yeah. that entire soccer scene was it was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. Um, after they do that, they're playing the game, and the rock gets approached by some unknown government agent. I don't know. Has he been in the other films? I didn't recognize him. I didn't recognize. I, him I don't either. think so because yeah. it wasn't Kurt Russell yet. No, 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 wasn't no. we're not at Kurt Russell yet. But he comes in and has some hackneyed nonsense plan. And he tells The Rock that he has to do this or he goes to jail. And there's some EMP weapon that they have to steal from Berlin. The Rock goes, oh, well, I got a team already. And he brings in the rest of the crew. Right, which what happened to his team that he had in five? Were they? Did they not make the cut? Well, no, they're not his team anymore. Now he's anymore. seen the work that this team Yeah, what happened? Yeah. Well, that's bullshit. Yeah. I, like, that's just the funniest thing in the world. He's like, oh, I got a team. And it's like, oh, it's not a team of, like, you know, elite special forces. It's a bunch of degenerate street racers. Right. <laughs> now, you're about to go on one of the most crazy missions in Berlin to, re to, you know, try to retrieve this EMP. A mission so dangerous that if you don't actually succeed, you're going to jail. Yeah. <laughs> and these are the guys you want with you, these superhero street racers. Yeah, your, your choices are you'll be imprisoned in Germany or you'll be imprisoned in America. Right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so you pick Tyrese in Ludacris. <laughs> like, none of, none of them have weapons training or anything. I've never seen that scene where no. they've had to go through basic training. Nope. Like, I, I, I could more understand that if they ever had some kind of military training. But no, they're just good racers. So, so here's a question for you. Yeah. Why is Tyrese part of this group whatsoever? What does he bring he, to the group? Okay, comic relief. That's, that's, yeah, yeah, but that's the the, comic that relief. doesn't... What, in, in the context of the film, what does he actually do? See, he was kind of nepotized into the group by Paul Walker's he character. He was. Yeah. He was Brian's street racing buddy from the old days. Exactly. Yeah, but, but there were other people that were involved, and they've kind of gone by the wayside as well. The Brazilian fellas right. from Five, yeah. they have kind of gone away. Right. They decided so, to I sit mean, this one out and stay in Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> why? Why is, you know... Tyrese ain't got nothing else going on. I guess not. Yeah, he's <laughs> always available for yeah, any of yeah. these movies that they make. Filming these movies and working on his abs. That's all he's got. Yeah. So And that hey. works for him. Like, he's fine. He's making money. He's he's, just, yeah. I'm probably having a good time doing this. And when you think about the number of scenes in this movie he was actually in, probably was like, I don't know, a month or so of filming. Like, he wasn't in that 
many scenes. He didn't even have that many lines in this film. I mean, he's entertaining. He's the Rock, Vin Diesel, and Charlie's Theron show. Yeah, yeah he's he's entertaining in the Statham. film. Yeah, Statham. Oh, and oh, by the way, yeah, role. Jason Statham's yeah. in there too. We're, we're not back to that yet, but Jason Statham's back, and yeah. then uh, that's that's a, a whole we could do an entire episode. Yeah, on we'll that. Do, but uh, so yeah, the team's back, and they're in this mission in Berlin, and like you're not even really treated to like the beginning of the mission or anything. Or like, really why they even need to steal this thing in the first place. Yeah, I, I still didn't understand that. Why they needed to steal it. Plot point? Yeah. That's it. I don't know why they need... It needed, moves the yeah. story along. Exactly. Well, it, it gets Vin, because I understand why Vin steals it. Right. Because right what happens is they, they complete the mission, and they're on their way out, and they split off to meet up at the safe house. Now, everybody else goes one way, and The Rock and Vin Diesel go their own way. This is where the betrayal happens. Bum, bum. <laughs> Vin runs the rock off the road and then steals this EMP for Charlize Theron. That's where we first get our glimpse of bad guy Vin back. Bad guy Vin. You know what? He, I'm sorry. He just wasn't a convincing bad guy to me. No, it's hard. Yeah, he's well, been... I mean, after watching him in seven films as, like, the hero, the good right. guy, somebody yeah. that you... you... You almost want to be because he's so awesome. Exactly. Right. Now you have to watch him work as a bad guy as he turns on his entire family. I mean, we already lost Brian in episode uh, the movie movie number seven. Right. So now we're watching Vin turn and like who's left at that point? Like you got the Rock, you got yeah. Chris, right. you got Tyrese. Like, like you said, it turned into the Rock show. Yeah, yeah. It, it turned into the Rock show for a little bit. It turned into the Rock and Jason Statham show. Right. Because, as the Rock was told, if oh, you don't geez. complete this mission, you're going to go to jail. And he went to jail. But after Vin's betrayal, we cut to the maximum security prison, and the Rock is being walked in. And he was the only one that was in there. Like, the rest of the like, team must have just yeah. went home. No, yeah, they... <laughs> yeah, like... Sorry, guys. Okay, bye. <laughs> like, they weren't in the maximum security prison well, that's with them. That's because they escaped because they were the most wanted. Right. They were on the top ten on Interpol's list. Exactly. So they had somehow escaped in their Dodge-sponsored cars. <laughs> so The Rock is put in the jail after we're re reintroduced to uh, Kurt Douglas... Or, well, Kurt Douglas. Kurt, Kurt Russell and her... <laughs> Holy fuck! Kurt uh, Russell's character, he makes it. He makes his reappearance as Mr. Nobody. Yeah, Mr. Nobody. But he's uh, works for an unnamed agency and just has all the government power he can want. Right. And then he's he has a new little running buddy in uh, Scott uh, Eastwood. Who's so a, is he supposed to be the new Brian? I is think he, that's is, kind. Of, yeah. Is I he think the token white guy now? Yeah, I think that that's what they're shooting for. They're gonna just replace, you know, him with a nice, handsome young boy like Scott Eastwood. <laughs> I mean, I got no problem with that. Yeah. Um, Why not? Brian started out as a cop. Yeah. Ah. And this guy, good point. Is, he works for the government. What's the difference at exactly, this point? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, you're, I, you're going so many levels up. So yeah, you gotta start in the government. Yeah, you gotta start in the government because in two, Brian was an FBI agent. That's true. So, you know, he went from cop to FBI agent, so now Scott Eastwood's got to be unnamed government personality. Right. We see The Rock get put in the jail, and we're reintroduced to Jason Statham. How convenient was that? How very convenient that, that they wind up in the same jail. The same jail. <laughs> and, and in cells right across from one another. <laughs> How could that ever happen? <laughs> and in so high of a maximum security prison where they're literally in these cells that have, like, these double pane glass walls but yet they're just talking to each other yeah. across yeah. all that was nice like you know you're there's nothing there you're having a normal everyday conversation exactly just they can hear each other fine and they're just screaming at each other across the way that they're 
gonna wind up fighting each other. And then we get to see the rock superpowers on him. When it just starts to beat up the jail cell wall. <laughs> He's punching the jail cell wall, and Jason Statham rags on him for that. So he pulls off a, a concrete bench out of its moorings. He just rips it out of the wall. It's gotta be 500 pounds, if. Then he starts doing bicep curls. Right? He curls it. He just starts curling it to taunt Jason Statham. And the great thing about Statham is he sees this shit and still unimpressed. He's just like, nah, whatever. He's like, there is no way in a one-on-one street fight you could ever beat me. He's like, I would beat your ass. And so they're just going back and forth it's just back with all these forth. quips. That's the whole movie for the most part. Yeah. It's just the two of them bantering back and forth about how they fight each other. Which was fun. That was entertaining. It was fun. Oh, it's great it was fun. fun. But, you know, uh, it never comes. No. That's the problem. Like, you, they never really get that fight because... They're teasing you. Yeah, they tease you. And they tease you real bad because Kurt Russell's character, through his government magic, finds a way to release the rock from his cell. Oh, yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. So And then it goes full bananas. It just goes... <laughs> Ape shit bonkers after that point. Yeah, it is like all hell just broke loose in this prison. And Jason Statham, he he grabs a guard, right. grabs whatever that thing was that like a stun taser, stick. Yeah, yeah, like a taser stun, stun stick. Somehow just immediately opens up his cage. He zaps the electronics, opens up his cage. And everybody else's cage. I, I don't... Here's the thing. I didn't know... Did that? Did he open up everybody else's cage or did Kurt Russell I don't know. Every, I feel like Kurt Russell saw that as the opportunity to open up everybody else's I was cage. more concerned with the design flaw of, of the security the, system. That, that could be yeah. shorted out. Yeah, that <laughs> wh- whoever designed that casing is gonna have a talking to. <laughs> oh, and it's just, I mean, that, that that was one of my favorite scenes in the movie. It All was hell fantastic. is breaking loose of this prison. Jason Statham in the rock. They're jumping over barriers, <laughs> landing on guards. They're, they're, they're beating up, they're beating up inmates. They're beating up the, they're beating up the guards. Everybody, they beat up the entire jail. Three at a time. Three at a time. The Rock headbutts a dude in full riot gear, which, if you watch wrestling, you know not to headbutt a Samoan. Yeah. And, and this is kayfabe. He fucking headbutts this dude. So I can, takes him down. I'm pretty sure I heard Vincent Kennedy McMahon get a giant heart on. Just oh, for yeah. that scene alone. Just for that scene. The dude, like, The Rock tears apart everybody. And Jason Statham is, he's in actually pretty good form. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, he's... Yeah, he looked like no, granted, he didn't throw three moves. guys pretty much through a garage door no, at but he, once. Yeah, but he was just, he was a lot more acrobatic than, I don't know, from like the Expendable films. I don't remember him having such good fight scenes, no. but this was a really good one. This, yeah. this was bonkers bananas. Yeah. The Rock's running on so much adrenaline in this scene that the security guards are literally shooting him with rubber bullets point blank. <laughs> yeah. They're bouncing off him like they're pebbles. I completely forgot about that. Yeah, this is our other... This is our other treat to him having superpowers. They're shooting him. Right. This is and a full-blown Luke Cage. And it just makes him mad. <laughs> oh, you shouldn't have done that. Yeah. Uh, eventually, they wind out, wind up outside the jail. We, like, we get a tease where The Rock and Statham are alone in a garage outside of the, outside of the uh, prison. Yeah, face-to-face, WrestleMania poster style. Yeah. But then they're surrounded by a, a SEAL Team 6 of whatever with guns pointed at their heads and Kurt Russell is there and he reveals himself aha I got you out by making you fight everybody yeah. in the gym like let's go oh that's it alright oh, oh okay no paperwork <laughs> no nothing on our way and we travel to whatever 
undisclosed disclo- uh, undisclosed location this was. Yeah, no idea where this was. Just some government high security facility. They get in there, and miraculously, the rest of the team is also there. <laughs> How convenient. <laughs> so that's where Kurt Russell brings the Rocket State them back to reunite with his old team and talk about what's going on with Toretto. And now we're introduced to Charlie's name is Cypher. <sighs> And that she's on the run with this EMP. Are they even sure what their next, what her next move is, or they're just kind of guessing at this point? That well, was they, they were they were looking for her. Yeah, they, they were, were looking to figure for out her, but they showed up. But they didn't know. Yeah, exactly. They're looking for her. They don't know what her next move is. They find her through some hacker bullcrap. Well, no, no. They used the god's eye, which and is so what they were stealing. Yeah, yeah. In. Seven. In seven. Right, right. They but used... they had to, like, rehack that exactly. to figure out what the hell, where the hell she was. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they reintroduce the God's Eye, but they use some hacker bullcrap lingo. <laughs> and yeah. Hacker Girl and Ludacris hack their way back to find that, uh-oh, Charlize and Vin, they're right outside the door. <laughs> and then, boom, explosion. It boom, explosions. They're, they shoot all kinds of concussion grenades into the into the facility. People go down. They don't kill anybody. Now, which I found weird. Yeah. Yeah. Why, I, why would you not just eliminate I, everybody, especially two of the people that are considered the biggest threat to what you're trying to do? They're right there and they're incapacitated. Yeah. You have The Rock and Statham down on the ground. You yeah. have Kurt Russell's all-powerful character. Right. They're all incapacitated. Right. You have Michelle Rodriguez on the ground. Jason Statham is underneath a vault door. Yeah. <laughs> pinned down. He's completely incapacitated. Right. No, nope, we're just going to nope, walk right past We'll yeah. grab this God's eye and, you know, we'll be yeah, out of here. Yeah. We'll be out of here quickly. Just, yeah. needed, just needed this one thing <laughs> and we'll skedaddle. Peace out, Cub Scouts. Bye-bye. <laughs> See you guys. Don't try to find us. <laughs> or maybe try. Or maybe try. Or do whatever. Mm. All right. Let's, let's back up just for once. I just got a general question about this whole series. Absolutely. When did Ludacris become such a hacker? Like in I two, don't know. He was running a garage in that, Miami. That was actually explained in five. Okay. Oh, was it? Somewhat, somewhat mysteriously. Uh, but in five, there was a, a point where they're they're talking about the vault that they need to steal. Yeah. And he figures out what kind of vault it is, what they need to do to get in. And there's a comment that is made. How do you know all of this stuff? Yeah. He comes back with, well, I had a life before I started running a garage. So it kind so of explains. So that's it. That's that's the best they give you. Okay. That's kind At of least a segue. Yeah, it's something they addressed it. They said, okay, he's not really just a guy that runs a garage. Yeah. He's got other skills. So they kind of use that as the bridge. Fair enough. It's kind of chintzy. I, that's look, what you're getting. Look, as long as it was a throwaway line, like that that's it's, the most you can hope for in these movies, that you just get a throwaway line. Take what you can get. <laughs> so now Charlize and Vin, they're, they're, on, uh, they're running real high because they just got the EMP and now they have the God's Eye. Right. <laughs> Shit is really starting to go down and... And now, it, now you really have to call in the team to uh, really to try to stop them before. Well, I guess this is the point in the movie where they start to you start to really figure out like what the hell is actually going on and why they need all this crap. Do you? <laughs> I, I I thought this is the point where we figure out why Vin Diesel is doing what he's doing. Right. Yeah, we figured that out. We they reveal the big reveal is what's her name Elena. Elena, yeah. Yeah. She was in the pre... She was, she in, was in Five. It was yeah, Vin Diesel's right. girlfriend in Five when right. he thought Michelle Rodriguez was dead. Right. Was she in Four as well? She was. That's where they That's technically where they killed her off was the very yeah, beginning yeah. of Four. She died. Okay. Really? Wasn't it at the beginning of Four? Yeah, it was. Because she wasn't in yeah, Four. Yeah. And she wasn't really Michelle in Five. Michelle Rodriguez dies in the beginning of Four. 
So I thought... Really? Yeah. 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 Because remember, she's on like that giant truck or whatever. They're fighting on top of the truck. The gas truck. Yeah, as it goes down the highway. And, you know, these street racers are just... Yeah, they just they can yeah, do that doing their stuff. Thing. They're trying to steal something. And I don't know. So I don't it was remember. a gas truck. Yeah. yeah. yeah but it's it's somehow she gets trying. killed in the beginning. Do they shoot her? Or, I don't know. Somehow she remember. dies in the beginning of yeah. the war. The only they, thing they, I remember from that... They kill her off, and then uh, Elena becomes... Yeah, the rock, or, yeah, Vin's new new squeeze. Because Elena was working with the Rock in five. That's how she was introduced. Okay, yeah, yeah. She was she was on his team. Yeah, she was part of his. team. And that's how she met Vin. Yeah, she okay. was actually chasing him down. So that's okay. They fall yeah, in love that's and, right. You know, the big reveal is the big reveal is that we find out that the Rock, uh, the Rock, they're indistinguishable. It doesn't we'll, matter at this point. Yeah. we find out that Dominic Toretto has a son with Elena. With Elena, yeah. And, and Cypher knew that and has them has kidnap them and they're trapped on her plane. Yeah, oh yeah, that's the thing. Cypher tra- travels around in a ghost plane. That, a ghost like, plane that nobody can find. <laughs> nobody can find. She has like all kinds of radar and everything and she weaves in and out of satellite dishes or whatever the crap. Whatever their explanation was. I mean, this this plane has to have more square footage than Air Force One. It's, exactly. It's like, there's like houses, there's like rooms in this plane. Exactly. This thing is enormous. <laughs> but... We find out that Don Toretto has a son, so this is where we learn he didn't technically turn his back on family. He just chose a different family over. That's his out. Yeah, I mean, it works. I guess. Now, okay, so here's my question about this. Do you think had Paul Walker not died, instead of Elena, it would have been Mia and Paul's son? Absolutely. Okay. Oh, one hundred percent. Probably. I feel. I feel oh, like. Yeah. yeah. And then like Paul, like maybe Paul and Vin would have both been yeah. bad guys in this film. Yeah. Maybe. maybe. I don't know. I feel like Paul would have been a good guy. Vin would have been a bad guy because he would need like that true well, lead of the team. Yeah, but I mean, well, if that's it, where the to rock go against Vin, that's where the Rock comes in. I think it would still follow the same basic thing. But if it was Paul's son, like that's a good way to turn him bad for the first time. Right. You know? Yeah, true. And like maybe you turn Vin because if it's Mia, because that's still his sister. That's still family. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah so true. yeah, so like I think maybe it would be you know an interesting way to turn them both bad, but who knows? It just seemed kind of obvious that way in the writing that that's what it was meant to be. Yeah. You know, they just kind of shoehorned that in. Right, but the they new just storyline. Yeah, they they shoehorned it in because of the unfortunate need to, events. The unfortunate events. Because was Elena even in six or seven? I don't, I don't even remember. I think so. Was she? I think she was in... Maybe six. I think she was in six or seven. Was, didn't she save The Rock when he was fighting Jason Statham? Maybe. What one was that? Was that six? That was seven. Because Statham was the bad guy of seven. And Owen Shaw was the bad guy of six. Yeah. But I think Elena technically retired at the end of seven. The, the timeline's a little screwy. I was going to say, the whole franchise is screwy. Because, because, yeah, no, she had to be in Seven because I'm pretty sure Vin broke up with her to get back with Michelle. Yeah, maybe that's Knowing it. that she was, um, you know... Like his true love. Right, true love and that she was still alive, obviously. <laughs> that's important, too. Kind of throws a wrench into that relationship. Well, my ex-girlfriend's dead, but now she's alive again, so... What's, what's a boy to do? So the team is... At the still at this undisclosed location, they're trying to figure out what the next move is, and this is where they come into whatever satellite nonsense path, <laughs> whatever yeah. crap that was, to figure out where Charlize's super plane was going, and they track her to New York. 
Of course, Manhattan. New York. Manhattan, New York, oh, which is Cleveland, Big Ohio. Apple. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it turns out to be Cleveland, which turns out to look a lot like Cleveland, Ohio. So that's where the team has to go next. So they know that they know that Vin and and Charlie's are going to be there. So that's where they have to go and actually try to stop them. Right. Because as we learn, Vin is now trying to steal a briefcase called the nuclear football right which is a bunch of launch codes for some nukes that right. charlie's wants to from the russians for, yeah, yeah a bunch of russian from nukes. the russian these russian nukes to hold people accountable to their actions and by people i mean other countries right <laughs> so charlie charlie's wants to play god or the president of every country other conversation yeah you want to take this one well no go ahead say what you want to say well, my, just... my thought process is, is... The Cypher character is supposed to be the absolute best hacker in the world. It is un- unquestionably unstoppable. Right. Which right. they classify such as that even Anonymous is afraid of her. Right. Which, <laughs> all right, yeah, thank you for the timestamp on that one. But it, if she's that good and she's able to pull off all this other stuff, why does she need the, co- why does she need why the did, codes themselves? Yeah, why does she need to steal physical codes? Right. And why is a Russian diplomat... Riding through downtown New York with nuclear launch codes. Like, why does he need those there? Why don't they stay in Russia? Well, it was okay, because remember, he had the briefcase actually handcuffed to him. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) So it was safe that way. Plus, the limo was supposed to be impenetrable. Right. Supposed to be impenetrable. We're introduced to this whole setup, and this is where things, again, go off the rails, crazy bonkers, stupid. Cuckoo bananas. We are treated to what may be one of the craziest scenes I've ever seen in a film. This makes the prison scene look pedestrian. It does. Yeah, this takes, like, every other scene that's happened in every other Fast and the Furious movie and almost puts them to shame. That's how crazy this is. It really does. What happens is there's this Russian motorcade traveling through downtown. Through Times Square. Through Times Square. Right right through Times Square. Right through Times Square. (laughs) Whatever. And... Charlize, super hacker that she is, doesn't hack the car. <laughs> she doesn't even do this. She has another guy do it. That's, yeah, she just, hey, you take care of this. I'm sitting yeah. behind a desk. She's such a good hacker. She doesn't need to do this. She tells one of her hacker lackeys, exploit every zero-day exploit in every computer. <laughs> what a zero-day exploit is is just like anything that, like any backdoor or anything that's within a software program, the actual programmers don't know about. I gotcha. So okay. she she knows about this, and this hacker lackey knows about this, and every uh, it's going to be different between every computer. It, it's right. going to be stupid though. But they hack all these cars and turn them on and start driving them somehow. Somehow, okay, I can see that with a Tesla. You could do that because they have auto drive. Right. You could do that with any car that can drive itself. But they turn Crown Vicks. Yeah, <laughs> Crown Vicks, old minivans, things like that. Just everything becomes this autonomous rolling death machine, and they use it to chase this motorcade. That's the point at which you kind of realize that, you know what, maybe Transformers isn't that far-fetched. <laughs> <laughs> What's crazy, though, about those cars, like, it wasn't that they were even just turning them on and just throwing them out into the street. Those cars are swerving through New York City. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. They don't even have a driver. They're, they're doing synchronized movements like at one point and it's probably the worst shot in the film special effects wise but the motorcade turns down a corner and then (laughs) this swarm like if you saw world war z and those crappy cgi zombies climbing up on each other 
this swarm of cars comes sweeping around the corner. <laughs> and it's just, it, like it's really bad, though, because it's so much CGI. It, yeah, it's pretty hack. But it was pretty cool, though. It, just the thought. Because none of them stop. Like, they none don't slow down. They, they, just, they, they, don't, they just go flying into another building. They're yeah. flying on top of each other. Exactly. It's crazy. It's insane. Like, if it were done practically... It would completely rival the Blues Brothers scene yeah. where they wreck a hundred cop cars. Yeah. It would completely rival that. This is where one of the worst things happens. <laughs> Aside from the iffy CGI, we get a lot of branding in this oh, scene. Oh, yes. <laughs> because as all these cars are turning on, you're seeing a lot of front-end logos and a lot of computer logos. At one point, one screen turns on and it's just like, Hello, I'm a Jeep Cherokee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's all Mopar. It's all Mopar. <laughs> Somebody's got to pay for that $250 million budget that this film had. Yeah. Well, the good people of Fiat Chrysler took care of that. They footed that bill. Thank you, Fiat Chrysler in China. Yeah, holy um, baloo. But it, here's the thing. If I'm Fiat Chrysler, I don't want that no. in my film. I don't want people thinking that my car's going to come alive. It, it's yeah, like so I can easily stuff. hack your car and just send it on a wild driving spree yeah. through any city in America. Because, uh, and that's something you see. You see people in peril in these cars. Yeah, like, yeah. they're driving backwards. They're driving, swerving through traffic. They don't have any control over their cars. People are diving out of their cars so to get away. was there any shot of somebody actually trying to control their car and not able to? I think so. Did yeah, everybody just was. go along the it was, ride? It was like, the first... Like, one of the first cars that turns on, there's a guy in it. And, and he's, he's not, is he trying to wrestle the wheel or Yeah, anything? he's trying to wrestle the but wheel. I think they maybe showed him stomping the brake. He didn't even, like, throw, try to throw the e-brake on or no, anything. No, no, no. After a while, he just gave up and be like, well, I guess this is, yeah, this is my life now. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> I guess my car's driving itself. Why are they doing all this? And what the hell is Vin up to? And what the hell is the team up to during this? All right, now, the team... They didn't get any of their cars hacked. What? Nobody yeah. in the Russian motorcade got their cars yeah, hacked. Nobody, and no cops got their cars hacked. Exactly. Which it's just all the other cars in New York City. All the other cars in New York City got hacked. But not the hero cars. We need the hero oh, cars. Oh, you have you gotta, And you got to make sure they're shiny, too. Right. And they're driving these high-end sports cars, these race cars through the streets of New York. Something that you think would have so, so many computers in it that you could easily hack before any exactly. of this other stuff. But now they're fine. They, yeah, they they're did, just they driving along. They didn't even make choices to plan for that. Like to say, oh, we need to use old cars. Because I think Michelle Rodriguez is the only one in that scene. And The Rock. They're both driving cars that would be old enough to not have a computer system. Yeah, because Michelle Rodriguez, she's driving a C2 Corvette. Mm -hmm. and, and that one's, yeah. It, now granted, it's modified to high heaven. But there's, there's no way that it's going to be susceptible to this sort of stuff. Yeah, and, the, and Rock, even, the Rock's driving some two- or three-ton diesel monster. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> why wouldn't he? Yeah, well, that's the thing. You always know what The Rock is driving because it's always a truck and it's always some abomination it, of a military vehicle. Yeah, it's three sizes bigger than everything else on the road. Yeah. We have these cars, they, they find out, oh, this must be what it is. There's the Russian missile codes. They're in peril, so we have to go save them. And... Vin is on his way to go steal him. So Vin gets to the car first, and he comes walking in like the Terminator. <laughs> the, this Russian limo has been pinned in by all the other cars falling down around it. Literally falling out of a parking garage. Yeah. They were throwing cars out of a parking garage 
onto the Russian motorcade. But the crazy thing about that scene was, it was like clockwork. All these cars came out and they crushed all the cars around the motorcade, but they didn't even come close to hitting the limo itself. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. How perfectly planned was that? Yeah. Like, how is that even possible? <laughs> Assuming everything else is true. How, is, how do you have that good of timing from 10 stories up? <laughs> so they smash all these cars and Vin comes walking up like the Terminator with a mask on his face and some giant shield. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, a giant shield and then a giant double buzzer. <laughs> we can't even make this stuff up. Yeah. It's too great. I mean, if you ever played the video game Armia 2, he looked exactly like one of those guys. And he gets shot at, and then the Russian bodyguard, I guess, just runs out of bullets. He's like, oh, I guess I'm done. He runs out of bullets and then just puts his head back in the car. He doesn't try to get out and fight Vin Diesel or yeah, anything nothing. like that. Just gives up. And Vin Diesel comes with his double saw blade. And you think, we've been set up that this limo is unpenetrable. So you think that his whole thing is like he's just going to cut the entire roof off and rip it open like the superhero he's been doing. Right, it. yeah. With his bare hands, of course. Yeah, yeah, with his bare hands and then just rip the case off the Russian guy's arm. But no, he sets it up that he's going to throw a flare into the gas tank that he's cut open. Which, which if, if he actually did that, would that not destroy the codes? Yeah, probably. So <laughs> you would what think they do? were in a fireproof case. Or at least one would hope. You would hope. But you'd have to wait for that whole car to, like, yeah, you'd chill. <laughs> I mean, what, are you going to run in there when it's on fire and grab the codes? I mean, they're attached to the guy. They're handcuffed right. to the guy. So you'd have to literally cut his hand you'd off. You'd also have because he'd also have to get in. He'd still have to cut his way in. Right. I'm assuming that the plating and the armor around it is not going to be affected by the gas tank blowing up. Right. It doesn't matter. He's going to get charred a little bit. Yeah. And these two Russian dopes... <laughs> They completely give up. Like, they get threatened with death. But, oh, uh, no, I'll just... Okay, here you go. Here you go. Here's Russian missile codes. You can start World War Three because I don't want to die right now. Right, yeah. Even though that's a job that you literally signed up for. Right. And you knew yeah. the consequences. <laughs> Those dudes are so executed. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, they're dead either way. <laughs> Vin gets the codes, and he takes off in... What the hell is he driving at this point? That was a... It's a black muscle car, of course. Yeah, it was a, it was a Mopar. It was a Plymouth GTX, if I remember correctly. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, he was driving the GTX at this point. And he... Modified to high hell. Ugh. And we find that on his way out, comes in contact with his team. Oh, no. <laughs> Conflict. Conflict. And he's surrounded by... He's got everybody except for Jason Statham up in front of him, and Jason Statham is behind him. In his British racing green Jaguar, because yeah. what else would he be driving? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, at this point, everybody's driving what suits them. It's, it, it, Statham's got his, you know, British car. It's a caricature. Exactly. Every car that they drive is a caricature of, of Which is good. what they're supposed to be. Yeah, it's, it's good to kind of keep track of characters that way. That's, the, yeah. The only person that's kind of hard with is Ludacris. What was he driving in that scene? I can't remember. What was Ludacris driving in that scene? Uh, because, I definitely have no idea. Yeah, see, that's and that's why Ludacris is kind of hard to keep track of. But, like, Roman has his Bugatti. No, no, he, he was in a Bentley. Oh, that's right, no, yeah. They, they, that, they that, did show the Bugatti in that... Um, right. Yeah, in that warehouse, though. So, yeah, they had... They, he was he was in a Bentley. Yeah. Uh, the Rock had his big truck. His, Michelle yeah. Rodriguez had her Corvette. Had her Corvette. That um, was the Jag, the F-Type. Uh, what the hell was he in? Scotty, uh, Scott Eastwood had, is driving, he basically just drives Brian's kind of car Right, now. yeah, he, he had a, that was a BRZ that was all, oh, jeez, yeah. Yeah, but so they, they, they give chase, and the first one out is Scott Eastman, 
because he thinks, oh, I'm going to take down Vin's character, and Vin just easily outmaneuvers him and right. removes him from this chase. Right. Michelle Rodriguez is the first one to catch him, and she shoots his car with a grappling hook. <laughs> It goes and right through his car. car. It goes right through the back of the car, and he doesn't slow down. Yeah, because when I think 64 Corvette, I think grappling hook. Yeah, exactly. And then we find out that Ludacris has a grappling <laughs> hook. <laughs> and he shoots Vin's car. But that doesn't slow Vin's car down. He keeps going. Now he's, he's driving through the New York City streets, dragging two other cars <laughs> with his car. No traffic anymore. Like, the New York City streets have been cleared. Which, yeah. by the way, did anybody hear a single siren going off during this entire scene? No. You, there are no cops. There are no cops in these movies. Because there <laughs> yeah. was no cops in the Havana scene. You're right. No cops in the Havana scene. The only cops we see were in um, Berlin. Yeah. And I don't even know if there were cops. I think there were a few in the New York City scene, but there, they were there so were a few. I think they were with the, I think they're with the motorcade. Them. And they yeah, got maybe. taken out. That was it. But the, the, none of them are chasing these guys. No. <laughs> He's got two hooks now. He runs in the Roman, gets another hook. He gets a hook from the Rock, and he gets a hook from Statham. And they're in the middle of this giant intersection, and the Rock tells them to pull them apart. Yeah. For okay. All right, fine. So they just start pulling in five different directions, and Vin is completely unaffected by this. His car starts fighting back. Right. Yeah. <laughs> So now, not, they're not only superheroes, but the cars are now superheroes yeah, as well. Yeah, Finn's car is a superhero now. Because <laughs> it doesn't come apart like it should. It doesn't come apart. It, he isn't stopped. And this is the second time where I got kind of mad at how stupid this was. <laughs> only the second? Only the second time. I mean, I let everything else go, but it doesn't make any sense to have The Rock. He is in a two-ton truck. <laughs> yeah. And he's just trying to pull the car apart. He could easily let the other four cars stall Vin for a second to ram into him yeah. and destroy his car. Yeah, it's completely <laughs> oh, yeah. mobilize him. Nah, we're not going to do that, though. Yeah, he would total that GTX. Because <laughs> it wasn't armored or anything. No, it was no. just a GTX. He could totally run into it and destroy it. He could run it. Into Jason Statham's car. Yeah. yeah. And just pin everybody up against the damn wall. It needs, what, six seconds to accomplish all of this? Exactly. But no, somehow Vin gets away. He, by running into Tyrese's car and then backing up really fast, and he loses a door to the rock. Yeah. Oh, jeez. And then at the one point, while he was getting away, he flipped those two cars that were on the side of yeah, him. Yeah, right. Fl- somehow, somehow flipped, flipped both them. cars up. I don't think they that's physically possible. No. He that, gets away. We we know this. We know his strong, His car is this strong because how many horsepower does it have, Adam? 2,000? No. 3,000? No. 5,000? His car has 5,000 horsepower. <laughs> okay. Whoa. What is... <laughs> What do you think has 5,000 horsepower? <laughs> so, I was thinking about that a little bit. Yes, you can make a, a, a car with 5,000 horsepower. That is obviously something you can do. However, with this car, there is no way you could do that because there is nothing coming out of the hood. Exactly. There, there is no intake. There is no supercharger coming out of the hood. There's no turbos popping out of the hood. Nothing. It's all underneath the hood. It's all nice and neatly packed. Exactly. I want to see the specs on this thing. <laughs> I want to see the paperwork. I want to talk to the guy that dynoed this car. Who said? Th- who said? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who says? I, at, this is what I want to know. And at this point, wouldn't even the car just start to tear itself apart? 
Yeah. Like, if you're not reinforcing the axle or the chassis or anything like that, it would tear itself apart. Yeah. Like, didn't we go through that in, like, the first movie? Yeah. That Vin, uh, Vin's dad's GTO tore itself apart? That was a Charger. Oh, a Charger? No, I, no, I thought the black G... No? 1970 hmm. Dodge Charger RT. Hmm. Okay. Don't come at me. No, no, I'm not. Anyway, Vin gets away. That, yeah. <laughs> but his car is wrecked at this point. Let's note that. Because he's, he's upside down. It is wrecked, Somehow yeah. that he flipped his car, too. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's car gets flipped, so we're on a foot chase. <sighs> Through magic of however, uh, he kills Jason Statham and gets away and then comes across one of Charlene's goons. They have a standoff. Yeah, they have a standoff with Michelle Rodriguez, and Michelle's like... I know this isn't you. No, no, no. I, you know I love you. You, I know you love me. And Vin like doesn't. At this point, Vin could just whisper in her ear. I have a son, and they've got her on a plane, and I. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Because Charlie's there and can't hear him because she's using all the video surveillance yeah. equipment in New York to see him. Right. She's just using CCTV. Like. You know what? She was a bit of a dick in that situation. Because as soon as he got into any sort of trouble, him being Vin Diesel, whenever he got surrounded, she's like, oh, you got to get out of there. Not not helping him, even though he's got exactly what she wants. Exactly. She makes no attempt to hack those cars at yeah. that point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No like, help. Just, no, you got to get out of there. All right, you do it now. Yeah. <laughs> you go. Get out of there, Vin. Get out of there. <laughs> you got to do it. You got to get out. He's just like, okay. But then he does escape, and then he just walks off into an alley, and then that's it. And then he... End of scene. Yeah, end of scene. Back, Gotta move on. Back on the plane next back time you plane. see him. <laughs> well, and he's then, a superhero. Yeah. He's so he can do shit like that. Exactly. He probably just jumped at that point. He, he just, just jumped, jumped, he up just into, jumped the into the plane. <laughs> teleportation in Fast and the Furious. I hope by 9 or 10 they do get to teleportation. And I hope so. Teleporting all around the globe. I'm, think, I'm thinking 10 they get to it. They need to get Simon Pegg involved. Alright, Charlie's now has the launch codes. And she reveals her grand plan. That she wants accountability. Again, we don't know what that means. And yeah. why she needs it being the most powerful it's hacker It's just a grandiose, grandiose yeah. statement. She wants to be the president of the world. Her right. justification for all From the skies in a ghost plane. <laughs> From the skies in a ghost plane. So she basically wants to be God. She's she wants to hang out in the sky. And if anybody, if any countries get out of line, she wants to nuke them. <laughs> all right, then. She's a very vengeful god, but all right. Yeah, I mean, Testament. essentially, that's what I got out of it. Yeah. I think that's what she was going for. Yeah, going I guess so. Testament. Whatever hoodoo they do <laughs> with the hacking again. The, the hacking is the worst part of this film. I, I, I don't care it's for it. It's NCIS level. Yeah. Uh, they push a couple buttons, and then they come upon a Russian military base. And that's where Charlize is going to go and launch a nuke. Because they start, don't they find out that the nukes are on the submarine there? Right, right, right. Which, right. by the way, uh, is up on uh, blocks. Yeah, it's up on blocks when they get there. They're very specific though to mention that this isn't actually Russia doing this. Correct. This yes. isn't an actually Russian mi military sub. It's Russian separatists. They had like, to make that distinction. Yeah, yeah. Like a Chechnya or something. Yeah. But it's up in the middle of Siberia, so like they don't even give this terrorist organization a group, uh, a name or anything. It's just like completely separate terrorists yeah. that probably have their own movie with John McClane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he went to Russia. And I know exactly. Didn't. So who knows? They might be the same guys. I don't. I didn't see that one. Let's just, just for the sake of discussion assume that they are. Yeah, it's the same. So these are John McClane's guys. Up yeah. In, uh, <laughs> up in Siberia now. That's <laughs> that now. Uh, 
Vin Diesel or the Rocks guys, I guess, or Vin Diesel's team right. needs to go and they need to go and stop the nuclear launch. They need yeah. to stop World War Three. Yeah, they have literally gotten to the point where they are stopping the end of the world. Right. They they laid that out very specifically. Which, that, I don't know this how you going... can go up from that. How is that possible to, to beat that? You Stop literally have to save the world. Right. I'm hoping that uh, Charlize's plan is to blow up the moon. <laughs> so we're going full James Bond. Yeah. I, I mean, at this Are point... They, is this going to be Fast and Furious in space? They better. They better I, get to I space. They, do. they better get to space. Sharknado got to space in three, so it's right. kind of the Fast and the Furious series. It's taken eight movies, <laughs> and it hasn't uh, hasn't been in space yet. So, yeah, come on. Pretty lazy. Gonna drag race this silly ass. <laughs> we get to another Start action. antenna off. <laughs> Just, this is Space Nuts. <laughs> oh my god, Space Nuts. <laughs> nice. I was just seeing driving muscle cars around <laughs> space. Doesn't doesn't matter that there's gravity or not. They'll just be driving around the solar system in these cars, using space nos to fly around. They'll be like their own personal rocket ships, but they'll be in the shapes of Lamborghinis and Corvettes and <laughs> a you know, yeah, yeah, a, a, a Bentley, <laughs> a carbon fiber rocket. <laughs> oh my god! Space nos. Race to the sun, please. Uh. So we make it to this Russian base that's not under the control of Russians because we have to maintain whatever, whatever they got relations. Nice. Yeah. yeah, we can't call people bad guys anymore. And I don't even really understand what the plan was going into this point. Steal the sub? Well, or for for, for Charlene for the team for the team for the family because Charlene's is pretty clear she's just gonna launch a nuke. Yeah. They get there and then they say, well, we have to go to this control station and stop it, or we have to go to into the sub and pull these old world <laughs> punch cards. So here's a question for you. They, they said they had to go to the control room right. for the sub, but the control room was completely remote. Yeah. It was standalone from the submarine. That seems like a really big design flaw. It didn't make any sense at all. No. And then what makes even less sense is somehow Charlie Theron is able to hack into this sub the this same old way she tiny ha- sub. Yeah, yeah. like it's into the cars. It doesn't look like a new sub. It looks like a dirty ass 1980s, <laughs> which is evident by the control room, which is still full of punch cards and circuit boards. Right. <laughs> so, but she hacks it and she turns it on, and then hacker girl hacks her back, and we know who's in control of the sub. By whether or not the fan is spinning. Oh, yeah, that yeah. was your, your visual. Yeah, that's your visual. Is the turbine spinning? Oh, well, then Charlize is in control. Yeah. She's not actually even trying to move the sub, though, at this point. So how did she get it off of jack stands? I don't. She had to hack the remote station to lower it. But in the earlier scene, it wasn't because it was on ice. Yeah. But it wasn't supported I think the from whole, underneath. It was I think like, the whole you thing know, like, was like a ramp. And it just it, that was completely unclear to me. I just said, "Oh, it's a ramp." She lowered it. Okay, and it's away. It's 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 away. In the water somehow. <laughs> yeah. So it's a hack battle. It's all Tyrese and Ludacris. Oh. They're in the sub. Yeah, that's the thing. Ludacris is in the sub, and he's supposed to pull uh, this specific circuit board. But he which gets, how the hell does he know? Yeah. How does he know how a nuclear sub works? But whatever. <laughs> he had a life before this. Like, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that explains it all. But Charlize locks him out of that room. And so it's up to uh, Scott Eastwood and Tyrese 
to pull the card. And of course, they go for full comedic effect. Right, and they start pulling things that aren't it. And yeah, they go full clown. Alarms, shoes. yeah, alarms go off. Uh, uh, uh. And then in the control room, Hacker Girl is having a hack battle with hack Char- battle. yeah with Charlize, and it's probably the worst scene. Going on. Yeah. Because we also have fight scenes going on with Michelle Rodriguez and The Rock. And those are pretty good. Yeah. They're, they're serviceable enough. But this hack battle is probably the worst thing in the, because there, there's no action because it's just Hacker Girl calling out, Oh, she locked me out! And then Charlie's going, Oh, you're good, but you're not good. But there's no actual action. You got that, yeah. That's what the, the screw is for. That's how you can tell who's winning. The yeah, screw on the back exactly. of the submarine. That's it. Yeah, the turbine runs, and that's how you know who's winning. But it, it's, it's so stupid. They could have structured the scene differently to keep Michelle Rodriguez and The Rock in that room. Right. And it would be interesting if they were actually fighting over the computer. Right. You know, like the, these Russian separatists steal the computer from her, and it's like they a bag of... Oh, I got a bag Right, right. Yeah, like, if you're actually fighting over the computer, that would be interesting. But just watching them call out, I did this, I got her, ha ha, lol. That's, that's, it's crap. Yeah. It was boring. I didn't like that. And, of course, you you had to have the uh, the scene where a guy got thrown off of a ledge uh, into the screws of the submarine. Yeah, total. And, and what do you have? Blood spray. Yeah, just <laughs> a yeah. bloody mess. Whoa! Total, total Indiana Jones call. Yeah. I mean... I, I kind of liked it. I, I liked it. I, I, I thought it was... It, it's Come on, it's been over. It was cheap. But I just yeah, think it's it funny in, the, in those scenes, like, how good of a fighter Michelle Re- Rodriguez has where, become. Where, like, where did she learn all, racer. Yeah. Where did she learn all those moves? I mean, she's like full-blown blown kung fu in these scenes. Exactly. I mean, she beat the hell out of Ronda Rousey in the last movie. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? When did she learn this? It doesn't matter. That's her superpower. Just, yeah, exactly. Her superpower is fighting. Just hit the I believe button. So, whatever. Things go badly... They stop the. They actually stop the nuclear launch, and this is where Charlize decides that she's going to take the sub on the road. I don't know why. Antiques Roadshow. Yeah, I don't know why. Like she has more than one launch code, so I don't know why she just doesn't give up on this and try yeah, to launch a different missile from somewhere. Aren't all the launch codes for everything? Yeah, they're for everything. So why why are you sticking all your eggs in this basket? Go somewhere else. Yeah, just move on. Or, like, use this as a red herring. Yeah, aren't, like, you, aren't you supposed to be good at this? Go hack something else. She takes the sub on the, on, on the go and puts it under the ice and... The, they didn't even explain this, but I had to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> But the team, they take off, and they have, they're driving towards a sea lock. Right. To, that's in the bay of the base, and they're going to close the sea lock. We never even get to that no. point, though. We never even see the sea lock. Like, they keep saying, it's right up there, it's right up there. You never see it. No. <laughs> they never get to the sea lock. But they're, they're driving across frozen tundra. <laughs> So the, well, the submarine, I think, is underwater at this right. point. You still right. have some of the Russian cronies, the separatists. They're they're chasing down the team. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. They're not even. They're not necessarily Charlize's guys. Right. And now it's just the Russians. They're right. not following. They're, they're just shooting at everybody that isn't them. They're right. on ice. They still have the sports cars. Tyrese is in what a million dollar Lamborghini Lambo. or yeah, something. Yeah, he's in a Lambo. He's in an orange Lambo on ice, and obviously he's having trouble with that. Yeah. <laughs> Which, Little, uh, he's a damn fool for doing that. Because, if I remember correctly, 
he was driving a Huracan, which should be all-wheel drive. So all he had to do was put some studs on that thing, and it would have been perfectly fine. Yeah, that's, he just went in with stock tires. Yeah. <laughs> everybody else, and that's the thing. Everybody else is driving something with treads or, or runners. Right, right? yeah. Everything's <laughs> perfectly fine except for this jamoke. Yeah. And we have to mention, too, that Ludacris is now driving a tank. <laughs> and, that, and this is the first time you can pick out what Ludacris is doing because he's in a tank with a 50 cal gun on top. So there was something that I, that I noticed. Was they had to get it? They had to split out of that base right now. They they had to because they were being chased. Yeah. Yet everybody took the time to put on their five point harnesses. <laughs> yeah, it's it's you're you in a car chase on safe. the ice. I just you found that interesting. Everybody, everybody strapped in, and and I have personal experience with that. I have a vehicle that has a full five point harness in it. It's not quick? It's not a quick job? No, that is the last car I would ever take <laughs> in a getaway. If I had to leave right now, that is the last car I would take. Which, here's another question for you. Yeah. If they're, if they're a team, why does everybody drive a separate car? Well, because you got to make more targets, and you got to show off all well, the I cars. Mean, yeah. I, I understand that, yes, it's supposed to be a car movie, which the further along you go, the less the cars get involved whatsoever. Yeah. They definitely throw in car stuff in there as kind of a, a token like, oh, remember, guys, this is supposed to be about cars? Exactly, yeah. That's all it is. Remember, this is about cars. Right, that, yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, this scene could have been done with basically anything. They could have been on snowmobiles. They could have been... They could have just... just you know what? Just go in the Rock's truck. Exactly. They all could, They all could have been in the Rock's giant armored truck, which looks like something out of... Part Mad Max, part yeah. <laughs> it had this giant plow on front, but it was yeah. also it was also on runners and everything. It, uh, logistically, it was a bad movie. Now this is where the turn comes. During uh, this yeah. chase, oh, we see two jets fly in, <laughs> <laughs> but then we click we quickly learn they're not jets. <laughs> These are two guys <laughs> with jet packs. <laughs> So we're getting ever closer to space technology. <laughs> yes, there. Two guys fly on jetpacks to a cruising altitude of 30,000 feet and hijack onto Charlize's Theron's plane. Somehow get onto the plane. Somehow get onto the plane. They, 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 they out-hack the hacker. Right, they out-hack her, lower the cargo bay door, and they get on. And who is it but none other than Jason Statham and Owen Shaw. The Shaw Brothers. The Shaw Brothers. <laughs> They're alive. They're alive, and now they're working for the they're working for the good guys readily. <laughs> right. They're now the there's not even somebody else with them to kind of control them in no. case they go rogue or want to do their own thing. It's just them. It's just, yes, them. It's just them doing it. And we find through a series of inane flashbacks that the Rock or not the Rock again. I did it again. They're the same. It's same, the same guy. It's the same guy. One guy has tattoos. One doesn't. But we find that Vin. Faked killed Jason Statham and then made a deal with Jason Statham's mother to get Owen Shaw out of the prison that he was in, right. which was not the prison that they were in before. It was a completely separate prison. <laughs> a different completely prison. separate prison in exchange for Jason Statham getting his son back. So there were two things in that in that flashback that I noticed that were completely unnecessary. Uh-huh. Uh, number one was actually after Jason Statham got shot. Right. Uh... Who loaded him up into the ambulance? The Brazil boys. The Brazilian, the yeah, the Brazilian guys. Oh from yeah. Five. Right. Which uh, that was their, you know, that was their cameo appearance. Like, oh, yeah. these guys are still involved somehow. Great. Okay. The other one that really bugged me was the delivery truck driver. The street tough from the, Cuba. The, yeah, the street, street tough. From Cuba. You have 
millions of people between Havana, Cuba, and New York City. But right. you decide to fly this guy in, get him all completely set up just so he can park a delivery truck there. And block Charlize's CCTV and, yeah, surveillance. For five minutes. For five, yeah, for five minutes. And then, Why? Oh, gotta get back on... Why? Why would you not agree to it? Yeah, oh, the respect. Yeah, the respect. Yeah. They respect each other. You cannot see how that ties together. You can earn respect in Queens just as well. We go through and we have Jason Statham killing his way through this plane. (laughs) (laughs) In epic fashion. Yeah, in epic fashion to to get to the child. He gets to the child and then kills his way back out. (laughs) (laughs) With the child in tow. With the child in tow. However, his brother only had to go up to the pirate... (laughs) plane and just sort of... His brother just went up to the pilot and put a gun to his head and say, okay, this is what we're doing now. Didn't help Jason Statham at all. No. Jason Statham killed every person on that plane. By himself. By himself. And I have to admit, that was a pretty cool action scene where he's carrying around the baby. It was. Right, because he's in kind of like a... What's what's the baby? Just a carrier. Car seat. Yeah, just a car seat. Yeah. Yeah. He's carrying around this baby. The baby's listening to these... To Elvin and the Chipmunks. Yeah, which that was weird. Sense. That made I don't no know sense. Why. <laughs> was that was that the Christmas song they were listening yeah, to? Yeah, yeah. yeah they're listening to the Christmas, Christmas song. Christmas it wasn't song. Christmas, <laughs> right? But I don't know. I guess that's what was available. So yeah, that's, the, what the universe, and the that's what Universal plug. had the rights to. Yep. <laughs> they didn't yeah. have to pay any money. Any port in a storm, I guess. At this point, they were probably out of money. Honestly, if that's what pulled you out of the movie, then you're you're a lost cause. It's just it's just a weird thing to know. It's an odd choice. Yeah, but he's fighting with the baby. With, with, no, he's with, not fighting with the baby. Well, he's well, fighting he's everybody right. else with the baby in his hand. Yes, he's not no, fighting the baby. The carrier. He's not fighting the baby. They're saving that for nine. And right. he's killing guys left to right. The baby's just sitting at the carrier, listening to his music, smiling. You get, like you get any little, baby should. Yeah, every time Jason Statham kills a guy in a cool way, he gets like a little wink and nod from the baby. Yeah, you know, he's in on it. Like honestly, this scene could have been like from a completely different film. There's no connection between Jason Statham and this baby, but I was imagining like this was part of like some sort of babysitter. Yeah. Or like maybe part of the new mechanic franchise, or the transporter. You think maybe you know? they just had some overrun from the last this transporter is... and they just kind of clipped it in? Yeah, yeah. This was part of a transporter plot where like he was carrying a kid in a car seat, but he had to kill everybody to get there. That's what I was imagining. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That would make sense. It didn't make any, it didn't make much sense otherwise. It no. was it was a cool sequence. Yeah, I like the action. Yeah, it was yeah, that was definitely a shut off the brain and just watch the neatness. Yeah. That was it. He winds up running into Charlie's Theron. And they're having a fight, but not a, much of a fight. Because yeah. she just hits a airlock door and shoots herself out the plane with a parachute. I'm the only one with a parachute. This bye. Yeah, yeah. bye. <laughs> she, she, she escaped like Snake from The Simpsons. <laughs> she just looked at him and went, oh, bye. And fucking hits the button and is out. <laughs> She's out of there. And we don't see her again. Like, that's that's And that's the end of it. Yeah, we don't, see, we don't ever see her again. Don't know where it's she just, lands, what she's yeah. doing. All her guys are dead. It's assumed that, that she's alive. And obviously she's going to be the bad guy in Nine. So I must say, she, she did do a pretty good role. She did do her role very well. Well, yeah, I mean, she's a fantastic actress. She didn't phone it in. No, she did not. You know? She very easily could have. Yeah, she she easily could have. Um, that could have been just a paycheck for her, but no, she she did a really good job in that role. I guess maybe because they give her a franchise tag. Uh. <laughs> she's obviously coming back for nine. She, oh, I'll put, I'm I'll, sure she made a good paycheck for right. this movie. Oh, yeah. just I'll, doing put, this. I'll put an effort into it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and she's she's good at playing bad guys too. Yeah, she's multi-dimensional. Needs to change her hair though. Yeah, her hair was silly. She she had those white lady dreads that you get when you're on a cruise ship. She reminded me of Angelina Jolie from Gone in 60 Seconds. Well, she was down oh, in Havana. Oh, yeah. Well, look, she was down in Havana, and, you know, maybe she had she needed to kill time while Big Diesel was racing her out the city, so yes. she got her hair dreaded. She got her hair braided up. All right, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And she liked it. She kept it. <laughs> At this point, we've reached the end of the film. No. Ever, no. no. Oh, you kidding oh, me? No. Yeah, we still got submarine the, chases. The submarine oh, is my God. Still that's right. We didn't resolve the submarine. Oh, we got, we got yeah, plenty of time. We're not done quite yet. Because I want to get into physics with this one. Yeah, so before Charlize launches herself out of the plane, the, the submarine is still on its way onto the sea lock, on its way to freedom. And it busts through the ice. Yeah. And it's the most ridiculous <laughs> shot, but it was kind of cool, too. It busts through the ice and just lifts all these Russian separatist trucks into the air. Yeah. It just launches them. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm real curious as to why why there is no shockwave. Not shockwave, but any sort of wake or anything like that coming off of this sub. Yeah. It just, it, everything's perfectly fine. Every I mean, everything was splitting ahead of it and everything. But here's the stupid thing. they they Our hero cars have gone to the school of running away from things that they learned at Prometheus. And it, like if you know what that is, yeah, if you know what that is, the Prometheus ending has that ship rolling like a donut, (laughs) with again Charlize Theron. There you go. And uh, Nomi Rapace, they're running in a straight line, but if they just hang a left, you'll be hanging a right. You'll be perfectly safe. That sub's not going to turn on a dive. No, no. And uh, are the fastest sports cars in the world. You can't make a left or a right and just circle back around it. At this point, you've. The sub took out all of the other Russian separatists that were after them. So Charlize actually hurt herself by taking out all those guys because right. they were, you know, also they trying to kill the team. They were the only ones shooting at them. Yeah, yeah. They were the only ones doing any good. Right. They were doing all the work. They were trying to kill the team. Ugh. It just doesn't make any sense why they just didn't just hang a left and then hang a right and just yeah. keep going. Yeah, just you'll, get the, you'll still get to the Z-Log before. I like with the Michelle Rodriguez. She's driving the car with the other hacker chick in it, and they're just about to get swallowed up by the ice. They're literally right in front of that submarine, and then she yeah. hits the NOS in yeah. the car. Oh, oh yeah. Geez. NOS right. saves the day again. Right. Like, at that point, if you had so much torque to, you know, your your car and try to gas it that hard, wouldn't it just spin out on the ice? Yeah, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, at that point. I, I think I think they just showed she had some sort of runners or something, but even then know. it's it still was, not. It yeah, was, uh, I gave up at that point. Yeah. She goes flying out of there, and then the sub, it starts targeting the cars with its missiles. That's right. So it does have missiles. Hell, who the hell designs a submarine to have that kind of missile launcher on it? I think some of them do have ballistics like that. You think so? What I didn't, what I don't understand is why it had a gun on. it. Well, that's what I mean, where it had the big articulating yeah. with a, a missile launcher on it. Well, no, the, the missile launcher makes sense, but didn't it also have, like, a gun? Just, like, a straight-up bullet-shooting gun? <laughs> bullet-shooting gun? Yeah. Did it? I oh, thought it did. I don't know. It got so, so bananas at that I point. I thought it was shooting the ice ahead of them for a little bit, and then they switched to missiles. Which, that makes sense. I, missiles I agree with, but the it's going to have missiles. Obviously, right. it's going to have missiles. But... That style, that specific battery, I'm not. That makes whatever. zero sense for, for a submarine. Yeah. Because you're not going to be able to deploy that when you're under the water. No. 
So why design that in the first place? I don't know. Run silent, run deep. That's yeah. what you're supposed to be doing. I don't know. They they exhausted everything else because you, you remember they've already fired their torpedoes as well. well. Yeah. Oh. Oh. We didn't even get to that. Yeah. We completely glossed over that. That. Oh, the the most egregious <laughs> physics <laughs> disaster of the film. Yeah. They fired two torpedoes out, which one that means they somehow loaded themselves. Right. <laughs> because yeah. no one's on the sub. It's all <laughs> remote controlled. They fired themselves. <laughs> These are going to be the only two they get to fire too, because nobody's going to load more. Right, right, exactly. <laughs> only one comes up. I, yeah, one comes up. I think it blows up a Russian truck. So complete fail on that one. Yeah, that one's out of the picture. The other one comes up and it dumps itself on the ice and somehow keeps <laughs> going. Getting along. Getting along in a straight line. It doesn't spin itself out. Right. And it catches up to the rocks truck, at which. Point, the Rock tells Tyrese to take the wheel and gets out and does the most superhero <laughs> bullshit of grabbing the torpedo and just shoving it in the other direction towards a truck. <laughs> I'll set that up a little better because he's actually now, he's on the ice. His two feet are on he's, the yeah, ice. Is, okay. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And one hand is on the door, so he's pretty much ice skating yeah. with no skates down this ice. So he grabs the torpedo with his with his hand, and I, I'm assuming you know the rock is left-handed, right? Because he picks up oh, the torpedo exactly. with his left hand. <laughs> he pushes it with his non-dominant hand. That's right. how strong he is. Right. It takes his torpedo and just throws it in another direction. <laughs> That's how strong he is. He can use his non-dominant hand. Oh my god. But it's just, it's so terrible, but so awesome at the same time. Yeah. You just love to watch it. You can't look away. So this whole time, you might be wondering, where the hell's Vin Diesel? That's what I've been wondering. He's just in a car with Charlize Theron's goon that's been plaguing him the entire movie and doing nothing. Just sitting there. Right. Just sitting there waiting, and he's waiting to get confirmation that his son is safe. Eventually, he does get that confirmation so he can rejoin the action. Mm -hmm. So... I, I, I kind of have a bone to pick with Jason Statham on that one. Uh -huh. He called way too early. Yeah. He he, he definitely not secured that yeah. kid. He just, no. It was no. out of, it, the child was out of the box. That yeah. was it. Yeah, he got him out of the weird jail cell that they yeah. had on there. But he had not secured him. He killed probably 10 or 15 more guys that might have got a lucky shot off. Right, <laughs> yeah. Vin finally rejoins the action, and that's where the heat-seeking missile has been launched. <laughs> <laughs> And Vin comes in with his car to save the day and redirects. For whatever reason, it has a pipe that's shooting flames. I still don't know what that thing was for. To, you know what it's for? To attract the heat-seeking well, missile. I understand what somebody used <laughs> I know, it for. Yeah. Why, why in it was the context like of, that. The, of the vehicle, what was? I mean, is it a turbine-powered car at this point? I, who knows? Are they just strap on a Jado under the hood and let's see what happens? Well, the thing it was sitting next to was the EMP, though, so it wasn't a turbine. Well, then... It just didn't make any sense. No, what the hell was it? I don't... It was just to attract the heat-seeking missile. I'll Which the, it does. I'll hit the I believe button. He drives it around and swings the missile's trajectory, and in a big heroic thing, he drives his car up to the sub... And dodges the missile and leads the missile into the sub, and one missile. Well, oh yeah. Well, he goes flying over the sub yeah. in his car. Like yeah. he launched himself over the sub in his car. Spectacular wreck from the car. He gets out, scrap, un unscathed. <laughs> the missile's now blown up the sub. And oh no, oh no, it hadn't even gotten to that point yet. Well, he's it, out of his car. Yeah. Oh, that's right, yeah. And then, 
and then the submarine decides it's going to completely explode from stem to stern. Just uh, completely annihilate everything yeah. around it. So he is out in the elements, and he, he, he's doomed. Yeah, he's, he's doomed. He's There's doomed. There's no way that he can survive this. But alas, he is saved by his team, who does what? They form a phalanx. <laughs> like Sparta, they take their cars and line them up. Yeah. All around him. As a shield against the, the fire and the flames of this explosion. Which are going to completely incinerate everything within a half mile. Exactly. It right. should have killed them all. Cars. It should have killed them all. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But no, no, since there was a circle of cars around him, he's perfectly fine. Perfectly fine. It's all right. No we're, worries. We're family. Everything's Yeah. Oh, jeez. Everything has been resolved, except for where Charlize Theron is. We have no yeah. idea. We'll solve that one in nine. Yeah, I was going to say. Solve it in nine, hopefully. We'll see where she's at. We're, we're, we're treated to another end scene of a cookout. With a family. Rooftop of New York City. Yeah, yeah. We're no longer in L.A. for some reason. Yeah, we're on, I don't we're, know why. We're on a rooftop in New York. I guess the L.A. the LA pad got boring. <laughs> well, no, the, the original house got blown up. Well, the original house got blown up, but they did go back at one point. Another film ended with an L.A. cookout. Yeah. 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 One of them. Played out. Played out. Got to do New York. Everybody's there. Yeah, Statham's there. The Rock's there. Mr. Nobody. Kurt Russell's there. Yep. And Jason Statham shows up, and he still has Vin's baby for some reason. Well, I think that was the delivery at that point. I think that was the at the cookout. At but the cookout. He, but you couldn't meet up at any other time? <laughs> right. I guess not. I like, guess they, not. they were both in Russia. A lot so. of distance between Russia yeah. and Manhattan. Just, just hold yeah. on to the child for about ten days or so, and we'll meet exactly. up in New York at a barbecue. It'll or at that point, I mean, think about it. Why wouldn't they just take Charlize's plane... Land it wherever the team and was. That's what I thought they, they did. All up. That's what I thought they did. I thought they picked them up out of Russia with that damn plane. But no, because they, yeah, they still gotta get out of Russia. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The Shaws are just like, well, we're just taking this ghost plane and we'll we'll, we'll take meet it back you to in New, New York. York. Whatever. <laughs> Find your own yeah. ride, nerds. Exactly. exactly. I got your kid. Find your own ride, nerds. So they just leave. <laughs> they just leave them in Russia. <laughs> and so. Shaw delivers his kid. <laughs> That's a lot of trust to have in those two criminals that tried to kill you in the previous two films. Exactly. They're just going to bring the kid on that ghost plane back yeah, to you in New respect. York. You fought one of them with giant wrenches, but now, yeah. oh, okay, they're cool. <laughs> I, I'll trust you with my Mind you, son. now at this point, it's just the pilot, those two, and the baby on that plane. Yeah. Charlize is gone. Everybody else is dead. Ugh. <laughs> Insane. But we get treated to the... The, the standard Vin Diesel speech about family at the end. And the big reveal. Oh, God. Re- he re- finally reveals the name of the baby. <sighs> and you can guess, it's Brian. Yeah. <laughs> of course it is. Of course it is. I saw that coming from a mile away. I think everybody pretty sure everybody did. did. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, there's no way. As soon as Elena said that you can pick the name of the baby, the right, first name yeah, of the exactly, baby, yeah. it's like, oh, baby's going to be Brian. Oh, it's going to be Brian. All right, then. For sure. Yeah. Letty? Chet? You think Chet's a good name? Yeah, yeah. Letty has no... I mean, it's not her kid, so no, she has no... No, she has no say, but she perfectly just accepts the fact okay. that he has oh, some, other woman. some other woman's child. Yeah, you're going to raise this person's child now. <laughs> yeah. Well, Elena is no longer in the picture, so it's right. she's, she's out of the picture. She's she was, been killed. <laughs> she, she was dealt with earlier. Yeah. I don't even know if we talked about that, but yeah, no, she's no, dead. No, well, we don't, no. we don't know that, because Jason Statham was dead, too. <laughs> um, you know pretty, well, she was shot by a bad guy. So, oh, those bullets count. Yeah, those bullets count. 
We didn't actually see her die, though. No. We just saw the shot, but we didn't right. actually see her Well, when shot. they go to space, they'll meet her there. Yeah. She'll, she'll be back, hopefully, as a cyborg, maybe. With Space Nos. Let's hope mm-hmm. so. With Space Nos. I mean, in the next film, they're going to have to outdo this film yeah. somehow. I don't know how they're going to do that. Charlize, and Charlize has to rebuild her team. Right. Yeah. With Space Nos. So, let's see. Cyborg Elena. Hopefully, John Cena. Yeah, John Cena needs, involved, needs to be involved in this franchise. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a good franchise for him. Yeah. This needs to happen. I think we need to start a Twitter peti- petition. <laughs> John <laughs> Cena for Fast 9. Yeah. It would be cool if they like eventually made this a crossover movie with like some other film. <sighs> Ooh. Like what, though? Sharknadoes. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. They're going to fight a tornado with a Dodge Challenger. Yeah, uh, exactly. I, they're going to drive around it counterclockwise <laughs> <laughs> and, create, and create their own tornado to suck up that tornado. Tornado fight. Yeah, see, you're already writing this for them. I mean, oh. you, should, you should get a, at least some type of writing credit on that. I, yeah, That's I your better, idea. You better. I better. Better not steal it. How, would you guys recommend this film? Well, that depends. It, if you fully, fully understand that this thing is going to be completely off the rails... Transformer styles, and you're willing to accept that, and you're willing to just sit there and munch on popcorn and just in, enjoy it. It is an enjoyable film. Yeah. It, if you go in there for any semblance of reality or anything like that, don't bother. Don't don't even waste your ten dollars. Go watch something else. That's fair enough. I I I would totally recommend it. It's a it, it's a it's, popcorn flick. It's a total popcorn flick, and it's even though it's stupid in some parts. Some parts. It's not, like, insulting, you know? You can still just kind of look past it and enjoy yourself sometimes. Yeah, there are some things where if if you are, you know, if that's your hobby or you're an aficionado in those things, there are a lot of things that jump out at you. Right. That's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. wrong. There's no way that could happen. But if you can get past all that... The action's good enough that you can get past it. it. Sam? I mean, to me, this was the best movie that was ever made, and everybody should see it. <laughs> That's it. Oh, there you go. <laughs> it's amazing. The action, the action sequences are, are worth it in itself. Go check it out.